Welcome back to another episode of Lawyer Up Into the Right. And today, hablamos espanol. Today, we're talking about six things that your law firm should do in order to rank better for Spanish-based keywords. Let's get into it. So a lot of you already know that Spanish is the fastest growing secondary language spoken here in the United States. And a lot of your potential clients and prospects are searching Google in Spanish, looking for your services. And if you don't have a website that's translated into Spanish, then you're not going to be able to qualify for those searches. Now, even if you don't speak Spanish, there's options to field those calls. You can hire a call answering service that offers Spanish speaking. We actually help a lot of our clients out to do that. And just by adding Spanish speaking pages and content to your website, you can literally double your traffic. And the other benefit of that too, is that it's much less competitive to rank for Spanish-based keywords because there's much less websites that are competing for those. So if you are a newer law firm, especially in a market that has heavy Spanish speakers, we're here in Miami, Florida, Texas, California, it is one of kind of like the last hacks left for law firms who are operating competitive spaces to pick up more traffic and leads. So here with my partner today, Cesar Cobo. Cesar's actually Colombian, speaks Spanish himself. By the way, our, our law firm, I'm, I'm sorry, our agency is based here in Miami. We're fully bilingual except for except for me. So this is something that we do for clients quite a bit. So Caesar is going to talk about six things that he helps law firms with in order to do this. So Caesar, I'm going to hand it over to you. What is the first consideration when it comes to translating a website in Spanish? First consideration is a question that anytime somebody uh, comes to us, wants to know if they're targeting a Spanish market is, do I need a separate website? And the answer to that is no. Uh, you can build a Spanish version of your website. Ideally, it would be inside of what we call a subfolder. So think of your site, you know, domain.com slash, if we're talking about Spanish, ES. So anything that has to do with Spanish content on your website, would live under that ES folder. Now, you don't have to necessarily do it that way either, but the reason I recommend doing it that way is there's a technical benefit and there's an organizational benefit to doing it that way. The technical benefit is you can do certain things inside of Google Search Console when you can target an entire subfolder that you can't do if everything lives at the root. The second thing is you don't have to be technical in order to be able to track how the Spanish portion of your website is performing if you set it up under a subfolder because Google Analytics is based off of page views. You don't have to know any code. You don't have to build any sort of custom tracking. Whereas if it doesn't live in a subfolder, you do, because then at that point you need to set up custom events and just, it becomes kind of a mess where it, it's less user-friendly. So point of the story is yes, you can absolutely have a Spanish version of your website under the same domain, and it should live in a subfolder. I just want to clarify on that, Caesar. I'm going to share my screen real quick because uh, this is actually a prospect that we're pitching. And you see they have the Spanish translation up here in the right-hand corner, right? So you'll notice when I click this, right, it translates into Spanish. You see this, but it does not change the URL structure. So what you're specifically referring to, right, is that it must change the URL structure in order for that to happen. Is that correct? Yeah, that's a good point. So what's going to happen is, first of all, Google does not interact with your website. So they're not going to click any buttons. They're never even going to see the Spanish content. That that Spanish translation is it's it's user friendly. Obviously, it's good for the user. 
but this the, the page with Spanish content will never be indexed because as you just mentioned, the URL is the content is not is is not dynamic. So you you do need to have a separate URL. You can use that translated content, it's perfectly fine, but it needs to live in its own separate URL if you want it to be to have any chance of being able to be found in search. Okay, so that's point number one, Caesar. What's point number two? So the second point is keeping everything consistent, the language consistent throughout the page. So that was a good example. What you just showed is when you hit the Spanish translate, it translated everything. It translated the top level navigation, the footer, everything on the page is Spanish. Uh, a mistake that's common that I see often is the content would be will be in Spanish, but then certain elements of the page, like, for example, the top level navigation links, if they have a side menu, if they have a footer, all of that remains as it would be on the English version of the website. So that causes confusion. It's not a good thing if Google is reading multiple language on a page because you never want to confuse Google as to who this content should be presented to. So keeping it fully consistent throughout the entire journey, if everything lives under that ES subfolder, as I said, when somebody clicks home, it should go to the homepage, the Spanish version of the homepage, not the English version of, of your homepage. All right, so that's number two, what's number three? Number three is a bit of a technical term. It's called hreflang. This is a an attribute that is put into the HTML of your website site, which basically tells Google or any search engine crawler for that matter, what the language is. Now you can also target, uh, or you can also specify if this should be in another country, uh, for example, Mexico or Spain, which are Spanish speaking countries. But for the, for this purposes, we're talking about just United States. So it would be us for the country and then es Spanish for the language. Uh, there's a, the, the benefit to that is, like I said, you can specify what language th this is in and now Google will understand, hey, if somebody has their browser set to Spanish and they're doing their search in Spanish, then this is a highly relevant page for what they're looking for. So it just it really solidifies the fact that the content and the audience that this page is meant to be for is in Spanish. Now, there is a bit of a caveat when you do that because you really need to know what you're doing because with hreflang, if you set it up improperly, it can actually hurt your SEO. So, you know, this is something that we could obviously, obviously help you with, but it's not as simple to implement. It can have some dire consequences if you do it wrong. So just be sure to, to keep that in mind. Make sure you're working with professional yeah. Uh, what do you got next? What's up next? Next thing is uh, talking about, again, similar to, th this isn't front end, this is what we call metadata. So uh, things like your page title, things like your meta description, all of that should be in Spanish. So again, it's a common mistake where you have your meta description, it doesn't change from, and this happens a lot when you're just doing like a straight translation from the English version of the page that the meta description remains in English, things like your structured data, alt tags on your images should be in Spanish. Don't you know get lazy and just use the same alt tags as you would on your English page. Absolutely everything, front end and back end, should be in whatever language the page is. Question for you on that, Caesar. So when we were looking at that example, when we hit 
the Spanish translation. It looked like it automatically translated the front of the page. I didn't check the page titles. I'm assuming maybe the page title too. When you set that up on a website, right, to have that one click kind of translation, does that do that for you automatically? Or is that a manual process that you have to go into the back end of the website and change the code, change the text in Spanish? Yeah, in most cases, it's not going to change the metadata. So you would have to do that. Like you would have to customize the code in order if, if you wanted to do that, where you're setting some logic rules. So by default, just putting a button on your site that translates the content. No, it would not. It would actually not do that. And what I just mentioned now about like things like alt tags and that and such that will not change. Got it. Awesome. What do you got next? Next thing is, is about uh, the keyword research. So anytime you're going to create a page, whether it's a blog post or whether it's a practice area page, you want to know what keywords you're targeting. So the, the very first thing that we do and we spend a lot of time on this is understanding what the intent behind the keywords that we're going after, what the user is looking for, and also what Google is expecting when people are searching for these keywords what they're expecting to find and the way that you do that is very simple you just go to google you type in the keyword and you take a look at the what's ranking and let's say that the top 10 pages that can change from english to spanish there could be situations where the english version of the keyword if you do a search you may mostly find practice area pages or home pages or commercial uh, intent pages whereas when you do that same uh search for the spanish version of the keyword and that's also important it's not just you know, you're, you're directly translating the keyword from English to Spanish. It's no, like, how do people search for it in Spanish? Because some things aren't just translated one-to-one. -one. And when you do that search, what you may find is it could be the complete opposite. It could be people for whatever reason, when they're searching for it in Spanish, expect to have more information as the source. And at that point, instead of targeting that keyword with a practice area page, you should be targeting it with long form content like a blog post. So question on that, Caesar. So would you then recommend because Google translates pretty good? I mean, I use it. My wife is Colombian. Her whole family speaks Spanish. And uh, I, I've been known to use Google Translate quite a bit. Uh, if I find myself in a jam when I was in Bogota recently with her family and uh, they don't speak English, so I speak Spanish. Do you then not recommend a translator like that? Would you then recommend that a native Spanish speaker does all the writing in research or where where are you at with automated AI or just translation tools when it comes to yeah marketing the automatic translation will get you 80 to 90 percent of the way there unless you're like a news publication or something I think good is good enough so yeah and the most important thing is the keywords right so you need to do the keyword research in Spanish you can't just take the English version of the keywords and and translate that directly because again there's going to be some nuances or can be some nuances but as long as you have the keywords correct that's all you need regardless of whatever other content lives on the page this needs to be in the page title this needs to be in the h1 this should be in the headings throughout the page you know like different variations of, of that keyword but as long as you get the keyword right then the content itself depends how much of a perfectionist you want to be but no i i don't think you need to hire like some spanish that's writer a, to, to do it for you that's a fair point i mean 
I'm originally from from Boston, Massachusetts, and I've been in Miami now for 11 years. Like I said, married into a Colombian family, Spanish speaking, and you know, if you've never been to Miami, especially if you're American, you you don't fully understand how much of a Spanish first city this is. I mean, you walk into a chain restaurant, Starbucks, McDonald's, and they're speaking Spanish to you first, especially if you have dark hair like myself, they just assume that you speak Spanish. Now, learning more and more about Spanish speaking cultures and countries, you realize how dramatically different their languages are between Cuba, Venezuela, Colombia, Mexico. The nuances of the language are very different, right? I, yeah, I took Spanish in high school and I was taught like Mexican-based Spanish. So I say words sometimes, like for example, when I say socks, I say calcetines. I'm always like, what the F is a calcetina? I don't know what that is. Because <laughs> they call them medias, where she's from, right? So there's so many nuances in terms of words and language, That's especially when you start talking about not just like proper words, but like when you start talking about slang and like search patterns, hmm. there's dramatic differences between- And, and also region, also yeah. region, right? Because the Spanish that's spoken here in Miami tends to lean more like Cuban, yeah. Latin America. Whereas if you're in Texas, you know, like if you're on the border, uh, you want the, the, the Spanish and the keywords and things of that nature should be should be more to what you would find spoken in Mexico, which, you know, there there is some distinction there. So that's a very good point. Uh, understanding where you're located and ultimately who you expect to be reading this content. Yeah, especially to I mean, like the basics, like lawyer is lawyer, right? Abogados are abogados, right? For the most part. But the nuances of the practice area, right? Whether it's like the, when it's people searching for the nuances of what they need help with, whether that's divorce, accidents, injury, you know, there's there's so many differences in languages. So to this point, you know, it's it's really, really important that you understand the language and the search patterns. Again, that's obviously something that you probably want to engage with an agency on because we have access to data and tools that can show us, you know, whatever language that people are searching in, exactly what they're searching for and the volume of that search. Really good point. Do you have anything else on your list, Caesar? Yeah, the very last thing, you know, this is stuff that is a bit outside of your control, but links sticking to, you know, the theme of we're talking about keeping everything, if it's Spanish, keeping everything in Spanish. So ideally, you would like to get links from Spanish websites as much as possible. But something that you can control is making sure that you get on a Spanish directories. For example, there's abogado.com, which is essentially the Spanish version of fine law. Right. So there's uh, Spanish directories that you want to make sure don't neglect that, especially if you have an English version and you're on you're on all the English directories. Make sure that you're doing the equivalent for the Spanish version of your website. All right. Uh, anything else, Caesar, on this topic? No, I think we covered it all. I mean, we could yeah. probably go into a list of 25, 30 things, but these are the most important things. And really where you can, uh, things that you could mess up on. <laughs> so again, uh, it's really important that you either, you know what you're doing or you hire somebody that knows what they're doing so that, you know, you don't run into problems. Absolutely. So let me put my sales hat on real quick and just tell you that if you are in a market that has Spanish speaking, which is pretty much every, if you just go around the coast of the United States, all the way down the East coast through the South and up around the West coast, you're going to be in a Spanish speaking market. Again, if you're especially a newer law firm, if you're struggling to get traction in Google, 
Spanish translation is one of the fastest and best ways to do that. Again, if you don't speak Spanish, it's not a huge issue because there are call intake services that can help you out uh, and at least help to qualify the lead to ask them in Spanish if they speak English and then you can broker a working relationship there. This is something that we're pushing on pretty much all of our clients now, again, because we are a Spanish speaking agency. This is something that comes pretty naturally to us, but it is quite a bit of work. It does take quite a bit of research and also technical chops to get this set up properly. So if you need help translating your website into Spanish and getting more Spanish speaking customers and rankings, don't hesitate to reach out. We'll happily do an analysis and show you how much volume and demand in Spanish is in your market. So you hit the link below, book a call, and we'll see you next time. Hablamos Español. Sí, dale. <laughs>